This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater in Hollywood in front of a live audience. That's them, many of whom are waiting to see Comedy Death Ray, which is a weekly comedy show at UCB that never fails to delight. I had a delightful time in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys and Austin, Texas at the Cap City Comedy Club last weekend. Uh, every time I play Cap City, uh, this thing called Austin Cake Ball uh, leaves some cake balls in the uh, dressing room at the comedy club, and I just have to say they are fantastic. And uh, if you love cake and balls, 
You'll love cake balls. They, they didn't ask for any sponsorship, but when somebody just gives you cake balls every time you come to town, you, you, you feel grateful. So go to austincakeball.com and check it out. You can get cake balls through the mail. Uh, speaking of cake balls, don't forget to go to DougBensonTickets.com to sign up to attend a taping of The Benson Interruption, my new Comedy Central show at the uh, Music Box Theater in Hollywood starting the first one's Monday night, October 11th and uh, once again that's DougBensonTickets.com and don't forget we're taping another road edition of Doug Loves Movies on Monday, October 4th 2010 at Zany's in Chicago and uh, also I'll be performing with Graham Elwood at Helium in Portland, Oregon October 14th through the 17th I'm doing all the plugs now at the beginning of the show because we always run out of time at the end and I realize that that's not really a good way to do plugs is to speed through them like I'm going to be in Zane Zago and uh, so Portland of 17th see you there <laughs> okay guess what this is the 100th free episode of Doug Loves Movies and yeah, I've done a hundred of these things right here in this theater. Uh, and to celebrate, I'd like to introduce you to two of your favorite guests and one guest who will no doubt become a favorite. Please welcome Jimmy Pardo, Paul F. Tompkins, and John Lithgow. Yeah. Doug, if I may, I'm going to pretend that was for me. I am going to take a... I'll right. take a chunk take of it. Little, I'll take a little of that. I got I'll a broken take a chair, taste. by the way. Oh, Jimmy's got a broken chair. We got to swap it out with that one over there. I don't know where that person is. But uh, oh, that's going to be nice. There you go. Jimmy's, Jimmy's got a new chair. Showtime. Here we go. So he's finally here. Thank you, John Lithgow. And it's go, right? Not gal? It's, it's go. Okay. It's go. I thought I was saying it right, but you know how people are. Um, they'll insist it's the other way, and it's not. Um, but thank you for taking, your, taking time out of your busy schedule. You are in L.A. for just like 48 hours. That's right. And then you're off to, uh, to entertain the heartland. Exactly. I start barnstorming tomorrow morning. I'm going on tour for the month of uh, October, 11 cities. I'll be in Tyler, Texas uh, two nights from now, and Galveston, Lexington, Pittsfield. You see, I am promoting myself. <laughs> That'd be awesome if there were listeners to the podcast in Galveston or Pittsfield. <laughs> I think it'd be amazing if people knew where Tyler was at all. Tyler, well. Where's Tyler, John? Right outside of Dallas. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Big D. The podcast will uh, be uh, available for people to listen to on Friday. So if you're in Tyler, Texas right now, you missed a great John Lithgow <laughs> performance your, last eat night. Eat your heart out, you Tyler. feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. Language. Eat your heart out. Oh, swearing in front of Mr. Lithgow is going to happen. That's, that's what I'm here for. I don't like it. Respect. Okay. We'll see which way Paul goes on this in a few moments. Um... <laughs> 
Because, right, it's kind of fun to swear in front of him. you got to admit it. I just like swearing any old time, but in front of uh, famous people, it's even more exciting. There's something <laughs> intoxicating about it, and especially a famous religious person like a pope. That is like... I like it in front of a priest. That's the holy grail of swearing. Well, he, of course, you've played religious figures. Uh, you, you wouldn't let children dance at one point in your career. Right. That's right. That's right. I've, I've slapped a Bible in my day. I've thumped a Bible, but I've never played a pope. First time. Never say never. Right? <laughs> Just get real feeble, and I'm sure the part will be offered to you. You still got another 30, 40 years before you'll be in the right age range it's, it's, it's to the, be a pope. It's the pope and King Lear. I'm just... Uh, yeah. What if you combine them and did Pope Lear? Pope Lear! Which is not bad. Why aren't there more pope movies? Good! Because <laughs> that'd be horrible. What? Come on. Not every movie is going to be great, Jimmy, but there's got to be some great pope scripts out there that are not getting developed. There not be a single good pope script. Oh, I bet there's a Pope movie on the way. There's no doubt about it. Thank the way, you, John Lithgow. I completely backpedal. You know what? He's right. Spy Pope. That's right. I said Spy Pope. Who would ever suspect the Pope of being a spy? Zero people would. He could be taking all kinds of uh, pictures with his hat or whatever. He could totally be wearing a wire. Yeah, exactly. Whenever he got meets all that shit people. going on, who knows what he's got in there? Language. <laughs> So this long journey started at the beginning of 2010. Were we ever so young? <laughs> when I said I'd like to have Mr. John Lithgow on my show because it's 2010, and I couldn't think of any better reason than that, than start haranguing him and everyone he knows until he finally it, it comes in. And so you were in the movie 2010. Yes, I was. Based on, based on the year 2010. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we all thought it was so far in the future. Did it really seem like yes. super far away? Yeah, they, I remember one of my props was a, a great big, uh, huge camera, a, a video camera the size of a shoebox that was stretched, strapped to my belt. And we thought this was so incredibly futuristic. <laughs> you can actually take a movie with this thing. The with smallest this. anything yes. had ever been. <laughs> That's awesome. What, and when Good you were making, Doug. yeah. Good follow-up, pal. Man, take a nice anecdote about a movie. That's awesome. I, I'm saving good one, dude, for later. But uh, um, no, I was going to say when you were making the movie. That, that's another thing about the future. Did you could. Do you think it ever even crossed your mind for a fleeting second that someday you'd be on a podcast talking about? making that movie in the very year that that movie is supposed to take place? Completely inconceivable. <laughs> Do you think All it's right. because podcasts had not been invented yet and that's probably why well, you didn't think of it? Although there was a pod. I had a scene in a pod. Oh, there we there go. We now go. That you met, now, now and he was a member of the cast. Yes, that's right. Podcast. So close! Bam! Oh, close. so close to thinking of it. <laughs> so your son Nathan uh, mm -hmm. tweeted me when he heard that I was uh, begging for you to come on the show, he, uh -huh. he said, you know, I listen to the podcast and I will hook it up. And, and, and so here we are. But what I want to know is why is his Twitter name uh, Newt Gingrich? He spells it Newt, N-O-O-T, Gingrich. <laughs> is, is your son's name on Twitter? Did, do you have any idea why he picked that? No, no, you're going to have to have him on and ask him. 
He's in a band, right? Yeah, he's in a band, Arp Line. And, uh, Anyone? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, really? Really? He's a, he's a, it's a great bass awesome. player, great band. What's the name of the band again, John? Arp Line. Arp? Arp yeah. A A R P L I N E. That's right. That's right. Check it out. And he also he also plays with Cheryl Warden in My Brightest Diamond and with a band called Inlets. So, uh, and he's been he's been struggling hard to create this union between you and me, Doug, all year long. He's been he's been, he's been saying, Dad, you gotta do Doug Benson. And in recent weeks, total strangers on the street have been saying. Dude, you got to do Doug Benson. <laughs> so I've decided it's time to do Doug Benson. Yeah, it's time to make it happen. Now it'll be, dude, you did Doug Benson. Yeah. Wow. Well, now, Mr. Mr. Lithgow, were any of these strangers about your son's height and they uh, had a beard that included ear straps? <laughs> What, what? Repeat the question? Oh, nothing. This sounds like a case for the spy pope. <laughs> I set up and delivery. Very nice. So, John, did you know... What'd you do? Oh, did you point at your finger? Mm-hmm. I'm not like... Oh, did you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh... Did you know that Jimmy Pardo here, to my left... Hi, John. Uh, ...was in a motion picture that you were also in, and uh, he got cut out of it, unfortunately. I did. I'm just but re- justifiably. And you're... Uh, <laughs> right. I'm not very good. I'm not and very good. And your role and your, uh, your long-haired wig mm-hmm. that you wore in that role uh-huh. uh, remained in the movie. That's right. I made, yeah. the, I made the cut, and he was cut. I yeah. was cut, yeah. That's uh, what happens in this town. It's we're Star Power versus foot. Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was also cut out of The Informant. I was cut out of 90% of every movie I've ever been in. That's true. Well, I was cut out of a great, uh, of a great comedy movie. Anybody know what I was cut out of? Um, Anybody? Oh, I know. Show yourself. This guy knows. Oh, there's a a guy. Uh, L.A. Story. L.A. Story. Story. Nice. Nice call. I was was cut out of L.A. Story, and I was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Language. Language. Don't curse in front of John Lithgow. Mr. Lithgow, please. He says that to himself in the mirror every day. Exactly. Do not curse in front of... Um, We haven't we haven't guessed what what Jimmy was cut out of though. Oh, oh I thought true. the long hair was going to give it away for no, you. No, but it hasn't. You don't remember wearing long hair in a movie? Recently, long long hair. Anybody? Anybody? This I don't know if this crowd would have gone to Dream that girl. movie. Dream girl. Dream girl. One guy. Right. That's right. Was it? He yeah, was in a, I was what uh, John, the third he, white guy that would have been in that film. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. But it was part of my contract that there be only two white guys in two girls. <laughs> So I got cut loose. Number three. Yeah, Let's you, go! It was, it was you and uh, Krakowski uh, and Krasinski. 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 Krasinski and me and, and Beyonce. We, we, we. Yeah, and Beyonce. John and I got to stand Krasinski. and sit, sit there and stare at Beyonce all morning. Yeah, like a, in a nice uh, tropical setting. Mm-hmm. Or by a well, pool. by a swimming pool. At She's the Hotel very beautiful. Roosevelt. She, very beautiful. Yeah. She's a lovely she girl. She was gorgeous She's in that scene. <laughs> Very oh, she's lovely. In I fact, didn't notice her in that scene though, because I was obsessed with your wig. That I was, know. That was I, know well, I was like, doing everything I could to pull focus, <laughs> and by God, I and I failed actually. If I can't physically overact, I'm going to wig overact. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, I was there. We got to the bottom of that. I was there in the early 70s, and there was hair like that. That's, I, I actually, I, I insisted on Oh, yeah, on it was it. believable in that sense, mm-hmm. but also crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, is that, was that what it was like in the 70s? People were just walking around like, we look crazy. <laughs> look at us. They all said, we want to look crazy. <laughs> right? Like we don't look crazy flag enough. fly. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, John Lithgow. <laughs> I don't like that guy at all. Spy Pope. <laughs> Come back to the... I almost actually just said, because I did write it down, have you ever been cut out of anything? That would have been a funny thing to ask right, right at that moment. <laughs> um, but this is from Twitter. Someone wrote this to me a long time ago, so I don't remember who it was. But did anyone, when you were working on Dexter, did anyone discuss the fact that in a previous season of the show, Dexter is seen watching Harry and the Hendersons? <laughs> And that when he finally meets the Trinity Killer, he should be like, what's up, dude from Harry and the Hendersons? Oh. <laughs> he never watched I Harry and the Hendersons, did he? He is character in a previous season. No, Outraged. no. <laughs> no, the devil you say. Like, How dare you, like sir? Like he watched it like he's on a shitty date with Rita or something, and they were just sitting on the couch watching Harry and the Hendersons. You know that that movie is has had some revival. It was on. It was the entire premise of an episode of Thirty Rock, in which I played myself. That's I, right. I made a sort of a Deus Ex Machina entrance at the end. I, you know, after Alec Baldwin yeah. had spent the entire episode the parodying me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that was awesome. I love that episode and that you showed up at the end. I was like, if only he'll show up on my podcast, then all will be right with the world. Well, you know. I like that you're, it's almost like you're still trying to pressure him into appearing on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, please. <laughs> Before you go tonight, I'm going to convince you to do this podcast. It's like, I am going to get you on board. No, like muscle no. Muscle memory in your throat. You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to miss wishing that I was on your show. You know what? <laughs> All right. Well, I do not know what to say now, so let's throw it to from the Paul F. Tompcast. Pod F. Tompcast. Pod, pod, pod F. It's going well. Why did I bother? Pet, pal, <laughs> the Palfcast and from Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. Both of these gentlemen have uh, podcasts. It's true. Mm-hmm. But Paul, have you prepared a question for Mr. Lithgow? No, but I've prepared a brief statement. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we appeared, uh, you and I, sir, appeared on a television program years ago, but what? not together, and we did not actually meet. It was the first time I ever performed stand-up comedy on national television, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, 1997, and you were the least... <laughs> this are shit's you, blowing his mind. Are you... Are you, you are shitting me you are in a bathtub. <laughs> for, for the listener, Jonathan goes looking at me as if I'm about to tell him I am his father. <laughs> You were the lead He's guest. He's a very nice man. You were the lead guest. The second guest was scheduled to be a young actress who, at the time, was outraged that you, technically at the time, a television actor, would be the first guest. So she bailed on appearing. Coincidentally, she was there to promote a TV movie. Um, but she left, and so they called Dave Chappelle, who was high out of his mind, and told them so when they called him to appear on the show. He actually said, do you have any idea how high I am? And they said, all you have to do is come here and sit down in the chair. So 
he showed up. Uh, he was on after you. He kept his hands in his hoodie uh, pockets the whole time, even when he was gesturing and talking. <laughs> so his hands would come up, and he would like point at things by keeping his fists in the hoodie. And uh, and I went out last, and that was that was the first time I ever did stand up on TV. Wow. It must have been like the first time I was ever on Conan. Oh yeah, that everybody said ago. you were an asshole. <laughs> but um, I thought, why are they confiding this to me? I'm just like the comic on at the end. They're like, he is the worst. <laughs> but you, you probably left after your after yeah. your segment. Yes, why, I, I remember. Why, no, you know. I'll tell you this: I don't even remember Chappelle being on the show with me. So <laughs> why so would don't, you? So don't take it. Yeah, hard. that guy that shuffled I by you in the it. hallway looking at his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> why would you think that's the next guest? Uh, actually, actually, national talk show. Actually, I, I went to uh, a play in New York with my son Nate, and Chappelle introduced himself to me and said how much he admired me. And I said, thank you very much, not having the slightest idea who he was. <laughs> and my, my son, Nathan, stared at me and said, you are such an asshole. <laughs> so the rumors are true. <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that <laughs> Although once, uh, I, I rode on an uh, airplane next to Lou Reed once, and we became great pals. I went to another play with Nathan, and Lou Reed came up and hugged me. And I hugged him back, Lou, John, like we were the oldest friends. And Nathan looked at me and said, you are such an asshole. <laughs> I absolutely can't win. <laughs> I believe like that me. was the first uh, tweet that I got was, I'll get my asshole dad to do your show. <laughs> and he did. And he did. <laughs> Next stop, Lou Reed. Hooray. Did Lou Reed have that mullet at the time when you met him on the plane? No, no, he looked like Lou Reed. All right, he had that weird mullet. Mad at you about it? Well, no. He was sitting there uh, looking at a tiny DVD player, watching Tai Chi in in slow motion. (laughs) Of course he was. He was. Of course he was. Swear to God. Like for like for a half an hour or so, <laughs> while I was trying to get up my nerve to say, "Aren't you Lou Reed?" You know, That's like one percent more relaxing than someone just sitting next to you talking about Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course he was. <laughs> Back to John Lithgow. Oh. Do you ever get to see movies with your busy schedule of... You know, I see a lot fewer movies uh, than I used to, but then movies aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> um, that one you know, I had a, a mixed reaction. Ever since the talkie. I don't know. I, I, it, I've just... It is interesting, though... That it is interesting that like you're, you did great film work in a TV series. Like the TV shows have some of the most amazing stories and acting, and and the fact that they make a new one every week. I don't know why they're so much better than a lot of movies are these days. Well, I don't know. There, there's just there is this amazing new niche. Uh, the work that's being done on cable. I mean, that's the work that I'm kind of obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, uh, kind of like my teenage years when I had to watch every episode every week of some dumb show. That's how I am now with Mad Men and uh, now... Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. Bad, Dexter. One Life to Live. (laughs) That's on every day. 
Dexter, it'll be fun for you to watch this next season. The whole time you'd just be like, oh, if I were still alive. <laughs> the stuff I would do to Dexter. <laughs> Put me back in there. I'll be his, this Trinity Killer's cousin that looks just like him. The quadrangle like killer. tired of getting shit from people, so he starts killing them. Sure. Actually, I, I, was, I heard from the writers, uh, you know, uh, last month at the Emmys that they, they had had huge fights halfway through the season last year, like throwing things against the wall fights, uh, uh, disagreeing over whether or not Trinity should uh, roll over to the next season. Uh, they, apparently there was a contingent that wanted him to die like four or five episodes into the next season. Uh, they never told Which me about that. Which contingent do you agree with? Uh, no, I think I died when I should die. I, I like think, that attitude. I, I think it's, I, I, I know a good exit when I see one. That's where we're all trying to get to, right? That's what we're all trying to get to. I think I died when I should have. And most serial killers don't get in a ha-ha last one when, they, when they're supposed to be dead. That is true. That's so sweet. And you set up a new season of, uh, you know, No More Rita. Which, you know, lovely actress, but well, she was dragging Dexter down. She's a... <laughs> he no, just she puts is. that baby in one of those baby Bjorn things and yep. go out and murder people. Like, <laughs> no more, oh, I'll be home in time for dinner and all that stuff he had to go through. And Julie Benz, she did come back to life. She's on this No well, Ordinary She's a superhero family. now. Yeah, yeah. that's what happens when you get murdered by the Trinity Killer. Exactly. <laughs> Is it gives I feel you like superpowers. I now feel she, like... Now uh, she can run really fast. <laughs> I feel like some sort of kingmaker, you know? Well, keep on doing it. You could be the next Betty White. And I'm afraid I already am. <laughs> you don't have to campaign to host SNL. You did it, and were amazing at it. The amazing uh, acting sketch where you would oh yes, yes, show yes. off know your that, incredible overacting skills. When I did SNL, uh, I did it three times in the 80s, and the second two times, the writers on the staff were Bonnie and Terry Turner who created Third Rock from the Sun. It came right out of SNL. Right. It came out of you just storing around, screaming like a madman all the yes. time. They're like, That's oh, right. let's make this a show. Exactly. <laughs> this guy always seems like he's about to explode. <laughs> and was it, how, how weird is it to just win the Emmy every year, year after year on that show? Like, did you, did you feel bad about anyone that tried to go up against you? Uh, you actually do feel a, a little bad. Um, <laughs> not that bad. You feel much worse when you finally begin to lose, I'll tell you that. But, uh, you know, it, I, actually the third time I won, I was, I, I was almost embarrassed. I got up there and I don't know if you remember, but I said, I'm embarrassed myself. I, I actually imi- imitated myself. They, they, had, they had run a clip from Third Rock earlier in the evening where I, uh, it was about nudity or something. Kristen Johnston was uh, offered uh, to have her photo taken for a centerfold in Playboy. And I went up to her and I said, what? You're going to have your naked body on the inside of the uh, teenage boy's locker in a high school stark naked for all the world to see? Good for you! <laughs> and, 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 
and when I, when I accepted the Emmy, I said, I don't know why I got this. Every actor I know in Hollywood thinks what I do on Third Rock is completely disgraceful. I mean, <laughs> you saw it up there earlier this evening. Good for you! I mean, uh, I'm embarrassed myself. But that was the last time I won. <laughs> and then your son called you an asshole. Dumb, nice speech, asshole. <laughs> yeah. We could have a fourth one holding up this table. That's why they put you... That was the goal. That was the goal, right? The table's got the no legs. Glass top table. Right? Four Emmys. Four Emmys holding up. up. Yes. Nice it's going, it's every actor's dream. <laughs> How awesome Start, would that be? started with Danny Thomas. Ah! Four people get that. Exactly. Four that's, people. That's, that's more than that's, should. Yeah, that's enough people. <laughs> that's more than should. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I'm just so happy to be a part of it. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any more questions? I have uh, another one here written down. No for the questions. Go to that then. Okay. Um, which, do you have any characters like in, in the Lithgow Pantheon that uh, like people are the most obsessed about and ask you the most about and quote the, to people probably like, not right well, want you to say it, it, it depends I mean what's I, like the line people want to hear you say the most there's so many to choose from of course laugh while you can monkey boy <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I have these different contingencies you know right in fact I once gave a high school assembly where I did a uh, a life achievement uh, tribute ceremony for myself <laughs> In, in which I, I didn't I didn't show clips I simply did lines like uh, terms of endearment you must be from New York or world according to Garp I had a great pair of hands or Harry the Hendersons oh or the Twilight Zone movie there's a man on the wing of this plane. <laughs> But I think... But I do think, them all. Do them all. Do every movie. I will name them. You do them. Oh, and then... How Blow about, out. Oh, see, see if, I'm going to murder see if, you. See if you... You can say that for a lot or, of your movies. Uh, how about this one? Do you know what love is? Sacrifice. <laughs> you played Anthony Hopkins in a movie? <laughs> No, no, no. He played me in a movie. Total burn. Burn on Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> no, that was Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With uh, Sylvester Stallone, of course. Sure. Who's like uh, your favorite, you know, big time actor to have had the opportunity to work with? Who is Co-star? Is that the <laughs> Well, you know. Lots You're of great often ones. the villain or the or the lady. You know, I, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely loved working with Deborah Winger, in terms of endearment. She was just fantastic. That's a good one. Yeah. That movie, that movie's on my uh, always makes me cry list. Oh my yep. god! Because yep. uh, you know, you remember the name of that little kid in this in the scene at the end when he's oh, crying by her wow. hospital bed. Wonderful. It's a memorable name. His name's Huckleberry Fox. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to him. But that kid crying makes me cry every time. Yeah. Well, time him crying and his big brother not crying. 
I mean, that, right? that, that's what was so good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking my language. Um, I'm trying to think of another movie you can do a quote from. Well, you got to go with the loose, don't you? What's that? Footloose. Footloose, yeah. It was one of the incredibly cool things about Third Rock that we got to parody. I got to parody scenes. You know, th- there were moments in Third Rock when I would suddenly do exactly what I'd done in a movie. Like there was the Twilight Zone moment when I saw something on the wing of this plane and it turned out to be the engine you know it was, uh, or uh, the footloose when uh, when Tommy had his garage band and I stormed in and said rock and roll music is you know and banged on the floor. and uh, but the best of all was when uh, I had saved a, a chipmunk from a car, being run over by a car uh, the chipmunk was injured and was at the veterinary hospital with IV tubes and everything. And I came storming out into the sort of nurse's area and said, Give my chipmunk his drugs! You know, like, that, that was me being Shirley MacLaine. Another very affecting scene. I didn't necessarily cry, but it was... Um, you mean Third Rock? or No, the scene from Terza Dermot. But... Um, yeah, I guess I didn't need to say that, but I did. So, of all the movies you've been in, do you have a, a particular favorite? Um, well, I think the best movie I've been in is Terminator. Buck Rubanza. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What'd you say? Buck Rubanza. Well, uh, Buck Rubanzai was uh, certainly one of the most out there. I, I loved doing it. We laughed constantly making that film. <laughs> of course. In fact, if you... It's if you, if, it's, it's not only ridiculous, it's incredibly cheesy, you know. I, I just watched it. At the, they, they showed it at the L.A. Film Festival. They had an evening called uh, Over the Top with John Lithgow. <laughs> and they showed Buck Rubanzai in the Twilight Zone. Uh, but there is a moment toward the end. Did they show uh, just your part of the Twilight Zone, or did everybody have to sit through oh, those yeah, other no, no, three no. stories? Ju- just my part. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but there is the, the moment when uh, Chris Lloyd, as John Big Booty, gives me the finger. Yeah. At that moment, if you, if you look, uh, I'm in one corner of the frame, putting, kissing my helmet and putting it on my head, and laughing myself silly. <laughs> so thank God that's not where your eye is at the moment, but if you ever, those of you who are curious and weird, you know, uh, go ahead and just run through. <laughs> Don't look at it, weirdos. <laughs> Bunch of time on your hand, losers. But that's but also that character could just break out laughing at any time oh, anyway. God, it was I mean, such a such yeah, a crazy I, performance and yeah. so is, uh, I is, loved it. Is Buckaroo Banzai your favorite Billy Vera performance or <laughs> do you <laughs> Well, on film I think it's his only. It's it's Might both be his by only, yeah. Unless he, unless the band appeared in something. He might have been in a movie singing that song. It was my What f- would you think? Go, guys. If I hear this moment... This again. It's not... <laughs> What's wrong? You, I feel like you're, you're, you're smushing some words together no, you're into just, just a sound. You're not, cle- you're not clearly Give hearing it. Give it to me this. one more time. <laughs> what would you think? Yes. Now you're, now you're really doing it to such a crazy degree. 
Everybody I almost else is hearing like, it crisply. I almost feel like you're doing it on purpose. No. No, I'm singing it crisply. <laughs> you're not even saying the word crisply, crisply. <laughs> you're throwing an H in there. <laughs> Pardon me? Crisply. You're hurtful. I am. I have a I speech am. impediment that doesn't allow me to sing Billy Vera songs. <laughs> That is very specific. And you're going to call me out on it? That is very specific. It's from a family ties injury. uh, (laughs) Remember when he was in the the train terminal and then Tracy Pollan showed up and he's there and he showed up in the tuxedo and then that song played? You lost me at not saying the words right to that song. (laughs) What would you think? I would. Let's play the Leonard Maltin game. Let's do it! John, you've uh, you've listened to the show, and so you you seem to have a grasp on how to play, which yep. I, ca- I can't say for many of the guests that come on. Uh-huh. Do you mean the people to... that you tell them about the game when they're sitting out here in front of the audience? Why don't you get this? those people? Yeah, I kind of have to talk them through it. Yeah, yeah, because they because uh, <laughs> they've never listened to the show, right? Can you imagine like being on like uh, Jeopardy and never having watched it, and then I'll just figure it out as we go. <laughs> A second. In fairness, a second. in fairness, they do tell you backstage at Jeopardy. Hey, well, you know how Jeopardy is played, right? But, but yeah, but not. I ask, yeah, I yeah, ask yeah. people that all the time, and they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got it," and then they don't know what they're doing. Fair enough, Doug. Fair enough. <laughs> what would you think? Yes, keep going. <laughs> now you're throwing in extra words, but at the wrong. What's place. wrong? What's up? Nothing. You're misunderstanding me. I probably am. It's my favorite song of all time. <laughs> LMG. Let's play the game. We'll start with Mr. Lithgow. Mm-hmm. You could choose a category between these three. Family. F- oh, pick names. Good call. Somebody good said. call. <laughs> yeah, those dumb people that come out here, they don't have to play I the game. I forget to select the, 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they don't know, who, no one's going to know. Exactly. Um, so go ahead, Jimmy, and select someone, preferably with a name tag, preferably uh, this, sitting this close This young lady by, has a name tag right early. there. What is your name, young lady? Marima. Okay, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we gotta pass on Marima. I have a feeling he won't go with Colt. Uh, you know what? I gotta go with Marima. Okay, Marima. Yes, you have. Oh, Marima oh, reason. I want Marima. Marima. I want Marima. Marima Mizon. Cajun guy showed up. I don't like him. He made appearance. Do you know what they Send call the windma? Marima. That's right. All right. Marima. 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 That's my uh, that's my uh, playing partner. Sure. Mm-hmm. My at home playing partner. <laughs> She's right here in the in the theater. Um, Paul, who would you like to play for? Well, there's certainly a lot of people with name tags. <laughs> Everybody's holding them up. <laughs> I have to go. Hold on. Let me just look over here. Don't ignore that side. Eh. Yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Waldman. Got to right. Waldman. Yeah. Little boy Waldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work, Waldman. <laughs> And John Lithgow, who would well, you like to Well, play just so for? I don't get confused, I'm going to play for John over here. Yes. All right. He's, he is on your side of the room. Okay, so... John I feel a little bad for Joe. I'm not going to lie. I feel, I feel a, little a little bad, bad for Joe. Joe. He knew the movie that Mr. Lithgow had been cut out of. And the job which he had been cut out. Forgive me. Ships okay. Also, John, would it have killed you, you to put 316 under your name? I mean, <laughs> do I have to spell it out for everybody? Good God. 
Good God. But at least he wore the rainbow wig. Yes. Um, where do you Where do you live, dude? I live here. In L.A.? Yes. All right, he'll be back. Oh, and he'll get closer yeah. some he'll of the be time. He'll be back. Shut great. up. <laughs> Stop complaining, Joe. <laughs> oh, that Joe drives me crazy. You and I both, brother. What is it about him? I don't know. Beard. <laughs> Probably the beard. Probably the beard. Bring it on. <laughs> beard makes him complain. <laughs> Marima. Please, boys, if not in front of the guest. <laughs> He's enjoying uh, it. It is fun. We'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Would you like to category family films, musicals, or movies ladies like, uh, a.k.a. chick flicks? Um... I think ladies like all those films. Well, yeah. I'm going to have music. Family films. Musicals. You like musicals? Okay. Sure. Would you like a musical from 1979 or 2006? Ooh. 2006. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Leonard Maltin gives... I'm not ready! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Leonard Maltin gives this movie three stars. It's from 2006. Out of four or five. What does Leonard do again? Out of bomb to four. Bomb to four. Yeah. It's got that extra bomb category. Right. That's not a good film. Uh, <laughs> let's Just clear where me, bomb falls in in that lineup. All right. Three stars, and he says about it... Musicals. Uh, it features an emotion-charged performance. And... What? That's terrible writing. <laughs> features an emotion-charged performance. <laughs> Yeah. You think it should be emotionally? It's like he dashed that gives, one up on the train or something. Gives, well, you know, he has to write a lot of these. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, Treating him like a real Joe. Uh, <laughs> he does, Leonard doesn't deserve that. <laughs> they both have beards. He also <laughs> says it's pure entertainment. <laughs> oh, pure entertainment. Yes. <laughs> but only three stars, three stars. Three stars. Three stars, pure entertainment. 2006. 2000. And uh, he says it's a motion charged performance by one of the performers. And, uh, and there are 14 names. How many names do you think you can get it in? JL. Four. Wow. Amazing it. opening bid. I like it. <laughs> it's like you're from another planet or something. Let's now go. We'll come down here to Jimmy. You're Let's next. It goes four. Yeah. Those four right out of the box. I'll go three. I'll play the game. All right. I came to play. He's okay, in for good. Three. Name that movie. Oh. <laughs> How do you like it? I don't. 2006 musical. You get three names. Yes. Yeah, Pure here. entertainment. From you the get, top, right? You get, yes. No, from the bottom of the list. Oh! <laughs> then I'll say 13. <laughs> See, this is what I was talking about. People will do that. Yes. Because they don't know how to play the game. Jimmy's doing it for humor. Entertainment value, yes. yes. <laughs> Don Lewis is in this movie. Who is? Don, Don or Lewis? Don? Don. Don Lewis. Don Lewis with two N's on Don. You know, I don't care for that. <laughs> well, that's racist. It's one too many N's. And the next name is John Krakowski. Some call him Krasinski. But we know this. this and is, the this third is... name is John Lithgow. Okay, it's Dreamgirls. <laughs> Dreamgirls? Is that your guess? I'm going to go with Dreamgirls. Uh, you want to... You sure? <laughs> That is correct. Jimmy got a point. Right, say, right, 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 right
about it. This is horse shit. That was a this gimme. This is horse shit. That was, I can't believe you. Horse shit. He had to make a bold bid. None of you knew it was Dreamgirls before. You I did. The names. 2006 musical. It was that. It was or, the only one. Or the other one. Two of the people on the dance were in this movie. That was stacked against me. All right. Then. Yes, now I admit it. I haven't seen Dreamgirls, you guys. In fairness. You would have got it if you'd have said two names, though, because Krasinski would have been one of them. We were just talking about I would have been it. confused by the Krakowski thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is Doug trying I to say it wrong? out first time. <laughs> All right. My first guess was Conan, 94. We'll go to... Well, John, let your go to pick the next round category. 97. I wasn't ready in 94. Absolutely. Here are the, here are the categories. This is me or John? John's going to start. Mr. Lithgow. Uh, we'll go with the, the, the aforementioned chick flicks. Uh, motion pictures starring John Travolta. Or movies in which John Lithgow acts like a lunatic. <laughs> I go with Dreamgirls. <laughs> I think I'll go with the Travolta films. There we go. Okay. Johnny T. Nice choice. Uh, would you like 1981 or 1998? 81. Okay. <laughs> a lot of confidence there. Leonard Maltin gives this two and a half stars. I could, I could two and not. a half fucking stars? That's right. There's no reason to take it personally that we know of. He calls it intriguing. But then at the end, he says there's logic loopholes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't disagree. Two and a half Fair stars. Fair enough, John. <laughs> from 1981. And there are five names. How many names do you think you can get it? This is Blowout. Yes. Now, that's on. On, now that is cheating. <laughs> why is Blowout? Why do you have to be in so many movies? I tried to run an honest game. But I knew it. The that man was the shows e- up in everything. I wanted him to say one. I would have said zero. That was all right, amazing. All right. well, I had to win something for John this game before I fucked over. it up. Let's see what happens now. It's right. all, this game is over in my heart. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does he get a point for that? Or do we yeah, just... he gets a point. How does he get a point? All right. Because <laughs> you knew it also? I did know it also. All right. Everybody knew it. All right. Let's... You know, after the Dreamgirls thing, yes, of course I see John Travolta movies out of nowhere. <laughs> it could have been, look who's talking. Was that the other John Travolta movie? No. No, it wasn't, was it? Do you know what it was? I'll give you a point. What year? What year? Doesn't matter. What other movie was John Lithgow and John Travolta together? The first one to get it right. No, that's wrong. I know. gets a point. I know. I know. He knows it. I know. He knows it. I know. Call me. Call me. No idea? No, I don't fucking know. Mr. Lithgow? He seems to know. A civil action. A civil action. Another point for Lithgow. No. No, that's not a point. That is not a point. All right, he gets to keep his point. He can keep his blowout point. Okay, he keeps his blowout point. He does point. not get a point for that. <laughs> He's never coming back. Why would you give him a let him win? Oh, I'm coming back now. Bring it on. Let's go. Bring it on. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> You weren't in 21. You say that a lot in 21. Okay. <laughs> I hope that becomes the thing people ask you to say most <laughs> from now on. It's my wife. My wife and I are celebrating our anniversary. Could you please say winner, winner, winner chicken dinner? <laughs> and do say it like a lunatic. <laughs> All right, Paul, you get to pick the category. Oh, great. 
Would you like Lithgow acts like a lunatic? <laughs> well, he could say. Or actors directing. That category was submitted by Daydreamer Boy on Twitter. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> or uh, uh, the films of Brian De Palma. <laughs> oh, jeez, could that be blow up? I think I might want to go with the films of Brian De Palma. Okay. Really? Here we go. Uh, Paul gets to start us off with uh, picking a year. Would you like 76 or 92? Mm. Both 19s. <laughs> oh, <hard> no. <laughs> no future De Palma films? No. And none before cinema was invented. Oh, it's Brian De Palma then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So none from Lucius De Palma or De Palma X14? <laughs> Old timey and future. <laughs> 76 or 92? 76 or 92. I'm going to go 92. Okay. 92 De Palma. And I'm trying to come up with the name Two of Two stars right from Leonard Maltin. I thought of it earlier. And that cocksucker! <laughs> he knows it! He only knows it! Say no, he just, he just assumes he's in it. Well, come on, he Doug. He just assumes he's in it. you got to change categories. He would have said that no matter He knows his resume. That's not like a line from the movie. You're not going to fool Lithgow. Okay, but it starts with Paul. Yes. I'll give you some clues. Lithgow's the whole show here. And... Not for the faint-hearted. Why are we even doing this? Say zero. It doesn't matter because... I can name that movie in negative one names. Yes, okay. Now, this is an interesting okay, part. Negative two. <laughs> see? Now, see? Hang, hang on, on! Hang on! That's hang right! On, everybody, on, shut hang the on, fuck up! Hang on! Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! Hang on! Here's why this game fucking sucks with three people. It's because I'm in the fucking middle, and I can't ever get to a point where I get to guess a goddamn movie. <laughs> Shit of horses. He's also picking this guy. Yes, no, I know. Everything's a lift. He knows his movies. I know. He's dumb. He's not some doddery old man that you. I'm not saying here. that. Do- that's not Listen, my point. It was I'm hilarious when I did it to Tom Arnold. Because he's a doped up junkie. <laughs> he's a man who shakes naturally. He shakes naturally. I know Tom, but don't moan me. I know Tom. He's got a lot of energy. Tom's he a knows good friend. Such a good friends. <laughs> they shoot up together. Oh, you kidding me? <laughs> me, him, and C Love. Now there's an interesting, but there's a Courtney. Hang on, you're ne- you're up next. You still have a chance in this. Yeah, okay. Pl- and uh, so do you. I, I can't. Okay. I, so, I, I'm insulted that you said that to me. Just now. <laughs> so he's got to do negative two names. But here's the thing: they have to be in the proper order of billing, yeah. as according to the credits, because that's the order that Len puts them in. So you have to know the first name, then the second name. Now, where are you at, Jimmy? Do, do you think you have any idea what this can is? Can I tell you how to get a point here? I'll say, oh, please. I'll say three. You say four. Forces him to give him an order. I don't think he could do it. I don't like the way you think. Right? <laughs> Bring it on. Let's go. Two to one. Okay. On Let's right, Go films. What do you say? Well, I know the movie, so I, but I can't name any names other than one. Well, you and it's not even give him. that away, because now Paul can get a point no, 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 wait, by what, turning what, around what and telling you the name of the movie. He's not going to do that. That's what I, I was going to. Oh, of course I was going to do that. That's not, I'm the scorpion frog. shook on it. I know. It's in my nature. We shook on it. It's in my nature. But now I can't do it. All right, negative three. joke is blown. Wait, what are we at? Negative three? Yeah. What did you say, John? Two? Negative two. 
Negative three. All right, so now... <laughs> I, see, now I feel like I know what's going to happen. <laughs> what did you say, negative three? That's right. Yeah, so you could say negative four. You have to name that movie in negative four names. Oh, no, I know, I know what's going to happen. I'm completely confused. <laughs> but now he's got a name in the cr- proper order from the beginning... All the way through four names. Oh, the billing. You mean according yeah, to yeah, billing? Yeah, according to billing. Ah. Got to be clear about that. Good, good very, luck. very convenient. You missed this explanation the first time around, John Lithgow. <laughs> very convenient indeed. I think a certain Nathan Lithgow is a good judge of character. <laughs> Newt. 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 Newt Gingrich. <laughs> yeah, follow Newt Gingrich. And also... Uh, it's John underscore Lithgow to follow you on Twitter. That's true. Lithgow, if you don't say so do you negative say? five, I will punch you in the mouth. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Heads That's are going to roll. To You're going to go in Tyler with a bloody it. lip if you don't see negative five tomorrow. <laughs> I'm still confused. <laughs> so you, have, you would have to either say the name negative five names. Like, so you'd have to name from the top each name in the proper order, the five leading cast members in the movie. Or you can say to Paul, who's bid four negative names, to name that. Oh, he has to name them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has to name the four. Okay, here you go. You can't do it! You guys hatched that plan right in front of him. I'm playing for John over here, so. Yeah, John John has got, he's thinking about the person he's playing for. I'm also playing for John over here. (laughs) There's only five names total, correct? What? How many names are there? There's uh, nine names. Oh, nine. I thought you said yeah. five. He did say five He did earlier. say five. No, no, no. There was somebody at bid five. That was the opening bid. No. I disagree yeah. with that. He said it's five names. If only this were recorded, we could listen back to it. <laughs> I don't think I said how many I names. I don't even fucking remember. I don't think I ever said how many names. All right. Let's get this over with. Because he... All right. The, the movie... movie crazy. The movie is Raising Kane. Yeah. We all That's know correct. the movie. First build. <laughs> John. John Lithgow. <laughs> okay. Second build. <laughs> I want to say RuPaul. <laughs> Paul, I have to say, I didn't see this coming. Second build. I'm going to take a gamble here. Nancy Allen? Oh. <laughs> Is that after they split up? Or were they still in yeah, the that time? She didn't make the cut anymore. She didn't make the cut anymore? Oh. She was two and out with with her. Uh, then uh, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you said is the second name? Lolita Davidovich. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Bauer. Correct. And then Francis Stern. Correct. Yeah. And then... Who's next after Francis? Greg Henry? Yes. No! Whoa! John! I don't care that he was in it. That's impressive. That's impressive. The next one you will not get. If he does, I will punch him in the mouth. (laughs) No, I... Either way, I'm taking a swing. How how many more are left? There's like uh, one, two, three, four, five names left. Those are all me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? That's what they did? They put in fake names in the credits for all the other characters? Well, I played five roles. The next name is Tom Bauer. Oh, Tom, of course. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Tommy. 
God. Oh, I must call him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Bauer I've, and I, I sit have, around. Now look, I've I've been angry about this game before, but I have never been angrier about this game <laughs> since the person that's beating me is in all of the movies that we're talking about. I don't disagree yeah, can with you. Can you believe that's, that? I, you stay out of it, partner. I'm helping you. Ugh. It's like it was stacked against you guys. Yes. Like a, someone I've been trying to get on the show forever finally agreed to it, and I just thought I'd throw him a little bone. He doesn't need a bone. He knows he's a good player. Why do you suppose I agreed to be on the show? <laughs> think about it. Think about it. What a world yes. this is. What a world this do is. Do think about it, monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were talking about Buckaroo Bonsai earlier, were you talking about the adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension? Yes, that's the Oh, one. okay. Oh, wow. I yes. thought you were. Yeah. <laughs> We shortened it for time. Is anybody else ready to cut loose? <laughs> Footloose? Footloose! I'm thinking about kicking off my Sunday shoes. Jeez! Why are your Sunday shoes we... still on? What's that? It's Tuesday. I don't shower until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep my shoes on. Whole... Sure, absolutely. Keep your shoes on. Right? <laughs> Sunday through. I stub in a lot of hot coals. Absolutely, you do. I do not want the risk of not having a shoe. Not at all. All right, so John, you're our winner, and you won for John in the audience. You can withhold your prize. What's that? Paul, you could not contribute to the pot prize package. Oh, as I'll a do way that of, yes. as a way of That's my protest. That's right. my protest. Uh, Jimmy brought a nice shirt. Nope, he so doesn't not, get that on. Okay, either. here you go. You get that back. <laughs> Thank you. And... Uh, <laughs> So Marima? All, you, all you win is oh Marima got the shirt. Uh, all you win is my uh, CD DVD hypocritical oaf, and I don't think I've got enough rope to reach him. So please pass that back. And, uh, and what's he gonna get? And John Lithgow says he's going to um, uh, make a drawing and and then give it to you. Uh, yeah, Talented art. he's gonna create a work of art on this stage, not like we haven't already. What an amazing show. Can't wait to have John Lithgow back on with other two other people. <laughs> I will make it up to Waldman. Some well, Waldman also gets the great consolation prize. Oh, well then fuck you, Waldman. <laughs> this is a five-second self-portrait. Well, make it ten seconds. <laughs> All right, 15. These go. are the scribbles of Lithgow. <laughs> and That's who, the new and album now I'm be. confused. Is this for John? Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> oh, you were going to draw your dick and then you changed your mind? <laughs> okay, I'll give him the, the man version. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> if you, by the way, if you think that's impressive, I've got one of those by Tom Bauer. <laughs> Tommy oh, B. Tom. Uh, 
Uh, would you have anything you'd like to plug, Jimmy? Pardon? You know what? Uh, my podcast, the award-winning uh, podcast, Never Not Funny, uh, in two episodes, is a uh, we are releasing a full length, uh, as though it's a paid subscriber uh, base, as most people know. We are releasing a full episode for free featuring the great John Hamm. Ooh. Uh, that'll be out in two weeks. That guy is good. Paul, anything coming up? My podcast, the Pod F Tomcast, drops the first of every month. And then when does this? When will this be available to people? This very the, podcast. This one right will now. be in the. Um, uh, turns out, first of the month, October first is when. Well, there you go. Will plop on that very day. So I will be at uh, Republic in New Orleans on Saturday, October second, oh, wow. and then Baton Rouge on uh, a couple weeks after that. Wow. That show's probably going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll, stir, we'll stir up some uh, podcast listeners for you. And the tickets are in the twenties right canceled. now. Tickets are in the twenties. It'll get there plenty of time, Louisiana. Plenty of time. Slow. What's the seat? Couple pound. Plenty of time to cancel it too. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a stadium. Okay. Maybe I was shooting too high. Maybe a lot of people don't want it to go to stadiums for comedy. That's, yeah. why they, that's why they come out in such low numbers. I was gonna have screens. <laughs> John, do your friends call you anything other than John, or just John? Go go. Just <laughs> <laughs> John. Okay. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> You've been you know, a lot of jobs. They call question. Jack, or you might have. You know, they might call you uh, Emilio no. Lazardo or whatever. <laughs> no, not that I can think of. Why would his friends be that insane? <laughs> <laughs> if I was his friend, that's what I would call him. I, I shorten it to Doctor, of course. Sure. No, out of respect, professional courtesy. John, uh, do you do have you any have thoughts any? on Hector Elizondo? <laughs> As just, an actor, you think he's terrific? He's a fabulous actor. Actually, I just saw Hector a couple of weeks ago in Sun Valley. How's funny, he doing? Funny you should mention <laughs> Is he all right? <laughs> Why do you ask? Did anything Because happen? he's here tonight! <laughs> to, to say he did not see you in Sun Valley. <laughs> Your story's full of holes, Go-Go! I've never been... <laughs> oh, Go-Go. Finally, you have a nickname. Go go with, with Johnny John go. all this time, yeah. Johnny go go. I love it. I like it. We well we like so it. So look for what's what's the name of your show? Stories stories. Stories by, by heart. heart. Okay. Stories by heart. I'll do eleven cities. One of these days, you guys will be in the same city, and I'll come see you. Oh, that'll be exciting. <laughs> that'll be exciting. We'd we'll love burn that. barns together. Oh God, yeah. I better get a Lou Reed reception. <laughs> I want to be hugged, and then hear your son call you an asshole. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you're an asshole, dude. <laughs> Nude is gonna love this. He loves it. He gets it. <laughs> is it because is it because uh, Nate Lithgow sounds like Newt Gingrich? I have no idea. Because that would be a dumb reason. Because they don't. <laughs> Maybe he's got right. bad hearing. I'll ask him. Or no, everybody write to him. It's Newt N O O T Gingrich. Write to him and say why is that your name? Yeah, Twitter bomb this guy. And, yeah, totally Twitter bomb. I want ass. this guy to be sorry he ever joined Twitter. <laughs> I want this guy. I don't think I think he can handle a hundred people say, coming and writing something about him. You think they're going to stop at one tweet? <laughs> they're obsessed. Well, let's have a big round of applause for my guest, John Lithgow, the great Paul F. Tompkins, and the great Jimmy Pardo. Hang on, it's not over. As always, Daniel Tosh is a shithead, and John Big Boutte is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.